Welcome back to Open House with Mark Sewick and Corey James Moran, brought to you by the Mark Sewick team at Keller Williams Realty, a Greater Rochester Real Estate Podcast. This is episode 106, and you're not quite as fired up to start the podcast as you were last yeah, week. Yeah, well, that's because um, Ed, our uh, COO, is on vacation. He's not here yeah. to bother me. <laughs> that's why. He commented uh, on the post we made about the podcast on social with great energy to start the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, still listening, even on vacation. That is a dedicated no, well, fan yeah, right there. Yeah, did you see that uh, the, the slide uh, deck that he put, he put together for yesterday's meeting? I did. He did while on vacation. The, it, the guy is just unreal. He even got your um, fan experience. Oh, yeah, yeah. With... I my photo with Jim Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> it's not Jim Kelly. That was the mascot. What's was, his name? Billy uh, the Buffalo? Uh, Billy Buffalo. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Or uh, that thing as you kept <laughs> pointing and gesturing wildly at. I couldn't... <laughs> At Bill's camp this week, the he might as well have been Jim Kelly, be, be, because, yeah. because I mean he this thing Billy Buffalo this thing emerges and the crowd loses yeah. its shit. This it is went a, wild. This is that St. John Fisher Bill's camp, of yep. course, happening yep. once again this year back in Rochester? Uh, something that a lot of people look forward to. And I mean, great crowd out there. I had a great time. Um, and and yeah, Billy uh, Billy Buffalo signing autographs. Yeah, who the hell wants Billy Buffalo's autograph? Apparently, oh, a lot God. of pe- a lot of people. Yeah, hey, you I, got I, the I, selfie with him. What I, do you I, mean? I, I got the I got the <laughs> selfie. I didn't get the autograph. Speak, speaking of Jim Kelly, yes. Okay, here we go. If this guy's injured in the upcoming season, God forbid. Mm-hmm. I'm nominating Cardi B. Oh, <laughs> I'm I'm nominating Cardi B. Have you seen these videos for the uh, the microphone toss? Uh, the toss? Uh, yeah. And on, 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 on two occasions in the past week, she's taken. She fires this thing like it's like it's a goddamn rocket. I'm, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, and I'm gonna speculate that that's not the first time Cardi B has thrown a microphone at someone in oh, her well, life. I, I haven't. Said, let's see. Two microphones in the past week. Um, <laughs> she threw a hookah. Uh, at oh, I'm sorry. A few years ago, that seems dangerous. She, uh, let's see. She's thrown a few shoes at people, yeah, um, yeah. and then she got in that uh, into that uh, scuffle with Nicki Minaj. Oh, um, yeah, I forgot yeah, about yeah, that. A few years ago, yeah. I'm, so no, this is this is no. I'm confused about this particular uh, microphone throwing incident, though, because mm-hmm. she uh, she lashed out at this fan who she told to throw water on her, yes. and then when they did, yes. I don't think she was specific in her request. <laughs> okay, not, yeah, not my face. Yeah, douse me in water everywhere in my body except for my face. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so anyway. did, you, did you see the other angle of it, by the way? Mm-hmm. The yeah. video floating around of the woman? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> immediately starts apologizing. <laughs> yeah. Incredible. Out of control. Should we talk about real estate? I guess so. Um, yeah. We got or a lot. Want to, or do we want to continue talking about Cardi? Because I can talk about Cardi B. I know you. I know you could. I know. All uh, right, go ahead. We've got a lot to get to on the podcast this week. We have some economic updates. Not great ones. Um, we're going to talk well, about... Or, or great ones, depending on your point well, of view. I guess. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My point of view, not great. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Rochester leading the nation in a couple of pretty big statistics. We want to tell you about that. Um, there's an insanely popular real estate trend that its days could be numbered, potentially. Um, Zillow and Redfin actually joining forces. I mean, typically they're seen as you know foes. Um, yeah, they're, right. Their biggest competition is each other. They're actually joining forces for something and... A real estate agent in Canada was fined $15,000 for something they did prior to a showing. Can't wait to find out. Yeah, we'll get to all that. Will, um, will, will I gasp? Um, I Yes, but I don't think for the reason necessarily okay. that you're thinking. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. All right. It's, it seems a bit like a steep penalty in my opinion, but oh, okay. we'll talk about it. All right. Um, let's get the market update. So last week, and again... Take these numbers with a grain of salt. We're recording again on a Wednesday um, versus Friday the previous week. 
So the numbers are going to be a little lower. 470 okay. is the current number for Monroe County. That's down from 501. Mm-hmm. Again, the expectation is today and tomorrow, um, a lot more showings will pop up onto the market. I mean, I don't know if it's going to equate to what we saw last week, but I guess right. we'll have to see. Six County region, uh, 842, down from 895. Okay. Um, but again, still in the, the in vicinity, the yeah, I guess, yeah, right. of, yeah. of where we yeah. need to be. Um, economic updates, mortgage interest rates. Oh, my God. Uh, 7.13% today, the latest numbers that I saw. That's actually up um, just a, a fraction from last week, which was 7.12. That's for the 30-year, 15-year, 6.48, uh, up from 6.45 last And the, week. these are the highest rates since last November. Yeah, nine-month highs uh, is, is what's happening here. And, and what's interesting is that there wasn't really any specific developments that took place. To bring these numbers higher, it was more so bracing for the impact of some upcoming economic data. Um, so there's actually an announcement later on today that's yep. going to be big. In regard to treasuries? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah. yeah. The borrowing amounts from the U.S. Treasury, that's yep. going to be big um, because that's one of the most important factors in determining interest rates. Um, what have you heard on, on, on where that's going to go? I've I, I not. I'm still, I'm still trying to uh, unpack. <laughs> sure. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, but, but later this week, then, uh, I think there are uh, job numbers. Yep. And then the job numbers come out as well. So yeah. we can really see it go, I guess, one of three ways. It could come in as expected, which I think would actually probably be good news. Um, and that might bring things down a little bit. It could come in cooler than expected, and that would have the rates drop. Or... We could see the trend that we have been seeing, stronger data than expected. And could numbers go up for interest rates from here? There's a possibility, but I I will say um, a lot of what it is that I was reading over the course of the past few days had to do with um, speculation that job numbers were were actually going to start to come come down. down. Okay. Yeah, which which would be really good because we do... uh, It seems... Something's gone on. There's been, there's been a change in tenor, in temperament, in terms of conversation over the course of the past week. And we touched on this a little bit last week. Uh, we started to talk a little bit about Joe Biden and, um, and Bidenomics. And there, there seems to be a disconnect. And, 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 of course, there's going to be a lagging disconnect between today's economic statistics and numbers and the sentiment that Americans are feeling about. And people still, I think you know, 49% uh, of Americans think that the economy is doing well. 51% uh, think that it's in the toilet. Uh, that should continue to change over the course of the next few months as economic data, because all the, all the numbers look great. Yeah. Ex- ex- you know, except. Ex- 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 except for mortgage rates. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, every part of the... And, and we realize, we understand that we are the lever by which the U.S. economy will continue to strengthen, but it means keeping at bay real estate activity. Uh, so, it's again, we just can't even begin to forecast because it was, it was over the course of the past couple of months that we were supposed to have seen a meaningful decline in mortgage rates. Yeah, we were hoping to see down to, to what, maybe six, six flat yeah, around yeah. right this time? Is, is what yeah. we're hoping for anyways. Yeah, and instead, you know, we're a full point, we're more than a point uh, higher than we were where we thought we were going to be. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, next week we'll tell quite a bit again yeah. as we get that data. Um, but for now, rates are going to kind of float around where they are is the expectation. Yeah. Um, Rochester, really just Love. We're making headlines here. Wow. Which one do you want to start with? Um, let's talk about the sale price 
And th- this is all from a Redfin uh, mm-hmm. report, and this was extensive. This was right. you know pages upon pages upon pages. But we want to highlight two particular things. The first, median sale price fell from a year earlier in 35 of the metros that Redfin analyzed. Okay, this is important. Some of the biggest declines are places that we've talked about. Boise, Idaho being number one, mm-hmm. a 10.4% decline. Yeah. And that's huge. Austin, Texas, 9.7%. Las Vegas, Nevada, 7.8%. The biggest increases, Rochester, number one. Isn't that great? 13.1%. Well, again, is it great if you're a seller? Yes. Is it great if you're a buyer? Eh, maybe not. <laughs> but, but, it's, but it's also great if you're simply a homeowner. Sure, yes. So yeah. and can I riff on that for a yeah, second? Yeah, go ahead. All right, so the last big data uh, that that uh, the last big data report, the last big report that we saw in regard to increasing the value of property here in Rochester was from last fall. And there was a report that was issued at that point in time stating that in the three years prior to September 30th, so you go, you go back to September 30th, you go back three years, a 40% increase in the value of property here in Rochester. That's crazy. You couple that, and, and this is a year, the, 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 uh, what it is you're uh, describing right now, it's through, I think, May or June. So it's probably not... So, so when we fast forward to September this year, it's probably not going to be a fully... You, You're speculating. <laughs> I'm not speculating. <laughs> the, 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 number, the numbers are true. Yeah. 50% increase in the value of property over the course of the past four years in Rochester. Let me just dumb it down because I'm clearly not being articulate today. Over the course of the past four years, we've seen a 50% increase in the value of property. That is enormous. That's just huge. For you, a, a, a place that was 3 and 4% year over year, just like, you know, the, the train's coming on time. That's, that's what it was. Yeah. I think about how meaningful that is for somebody who, you know, four years ago, it was pretty easy to see a $250,000 property on the market for sale. Uh, increasingly, that's become more and more difficult. But if you go back four years and you think, okay, somebody who's got a $250,000 property and they're making their payments... Fast forward four years, they've put another $125,000 into their pocket. Yeah. That's insane. And that's really great. And eventually, um, again, as we know, with the supply that we're, we're dealing with now, um, there's not a ton of people taking advantage of that. But as time progresses, eventually, I mean, there's going to be a lot of happy sellers out there. Yeah, yeah, yes. It, it'll, it'll be a while. I, I think it's also important because there's, there's been speculation for the past couple of years about... Uh, the decrease in the value of property that is imminently going to come here in Rochester. Sure, yeah. I, I contend <laughs> that uh, that these gains are locked in. Uh, there still are just not enough properties on the market for sale. People are chained to their three percent interest rates. Uh, those golden handcuffs that we so often describe. Uh, it's going to be a, a minimum of three years or five years before there is enough inventory and enough new property uh, available for buyers to purchase before uh, be, be, before we're seeing any real resolution. Yeah, so, so for the, the buyers sitting on the sidelines right now thinking, well, maybe next year will be better. Uh, no. <laughs> well, we talked about this in yesterday's <laughs> meeting. You know, three years ago, we had buyers say, I'm just going to wait for the market to cool down a little bit. I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to wait for property values to, uh, you, you have lost out on an incredible opportunity. And I'm here to say, and I think you would agree with me, that if, if you're waiting for the market to cool down, it's not going to happen. Yeah. Dive in now, buy now, even though interest rates are high. Dive in now and enjoy the the, the continued escalation um, of property values over the next few years, and then at some point in time, God knows when, but at some point in time, you can re, re, uh, refinance at a lower interest rate. Exactly. What about that? Uh, what about that other statistic? So the other one, and this was this was again number one in the country. 
in Rochester, 78% of homes sold above their final list price. Meaning that 70% of all properties sold in Rochester are sold as a result of a bidding war. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. It's staggering. It's staggering. Was it surprising to you? I mean, not based on the day-to-day that I go through. No. <laughs> Actually, I thought it was going to be higher. <laughs> Same here. That's so funny. Only 78? Where are these properties? Because I, I, read, I read the article and I was like... I actually thought it would have been closer to 90%. Yeah. Um, but, but regardless, whether it's 78% or 90%, it, it is more than any other place in the country. It's yeah. In- incredible. Hartford, Connecticut was the closest to us, and it wasn't even that close. They're 75.3%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, so, I mean, just, I mean, again, to put that into perspective, the hottest in the entire country. Right, right. <clears throat> um, I, here's a statistic that... You're not going to see printed anywhere. It's just my own personal. Okay. Two and a half months from now. No more than three months from now. Do you know what happens? What's that? We get to catch our breath. <laughs> yeah. Things That'll be nice. start to slow down. <laughs> That'll be nice. Um, and believe it or not, um, three months from now, uh, we will be uh, eating uh, candy corn. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. And, and I, I just, it's just such a great time of year because the temperature's cool. You get to settle in. You build a fire. You, you pour yourself a, a great glass of red wine, and then you just breathe. Yeah. I, I already saw, uh, actually, I did a you, little, I saw that, yeah. I did a little drop-off. Uh, well, a couple of things, actually. My father-in-law sent a photo to the, the family group text of Lowe's <laughs> has the Halloween displays out. Yeah. And then I dropped off um, some returns from my wife, because that's my other side drop, in case you're mm, curious. Mm, mm. Uh, and Spirit Halloween is up in Pittsburgh Plaza. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you get, did you get your costume? Uh, you know, I don't think ever in my entire life have I even thought about what my Halloween costume was going to be in August, mm, even as a yeah, child. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's it's already there, peeking around the corner. It's going to be here faster than we certainly know. Uh, yeah, and I can't wait. Can't wait. What else you got for us? This is kind of interesting. When you think about Zillow and Redfin, I mean, two of the biggest... rivals you can think of, right? But they're actually coming together. They announced a rare syndication partnership earlier this week related to the sharing of new construction listings. Okay. Again, we've talked about the importance of builders need to build. I mean, we talked about in the meeting yesterday that we had how, you know, put the, the spade in the dirt and let's get going because there's how many homes that there's a deficit of 2 million yeah, at this um, point, yeah, uh, we have 1.5. Yeah, so the uh, so Zilla says it has the largest selection of new construction communities of all real estate websites in the U.S., including its Zillow community page. Um, those listings will now automatically show up in Redfin search results as well. That's beginning in the fourth quarter of this year. They say, "quote We believe this partnership will benefit our entire new construction advertising marketplace." That was from the Zillow spokesperson Emily McDonald and the Redfin exec. Um, so the partnership provides the company with a new revenue opportunity, saying this is a win-win-win for our uh, customers, agents, and builders who advertise with Zillow, who will now reach the home buyers on Redfin as well. I mean, think about that. They're coming together to do this? It's rather astounding. Is there a desperation there? On the part of... Uh, everyone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I find really interesting is that I, I really... I think that Redfin... Um, and it's my it's my personal experience. I like Redfin. I like Redfin a lot. Uh, Redfin, I think, offers services uh, that are interesting. They've got a lot of data. This report that you were citing just a few moments ago. Sure, yeah. Um, Zillow, I think, of, is nothing other than parasitic. Um, I, I think they have terrible data. Their estimates are for shit. Yeah. Um, Those are so fun to deal with every day. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're, in, they're remarkably inaccurate. I mean, as you know, it was $2 billion that they lost a year, uh, a year ago, February. Sure. They had to lay off 2,000 employees. 
because their algorithms are so off. I, I don't understand the allure of the company, but then again, it's you know, advertising. I mean, it's it's that it's they spend the most. Yeah. You see the commercials on TV. I mean, it's, I think it really comes down to it's as simple as that. Yeah, I I, I would agree. Well, and um, I, I think prurient interest. You know, I mean, so many people just sitting. Whether the and, and everybody knows that the information is inaccurate, but nevertheless, people still want to sit at home um, at eleven thirty at night and plug into and find out what their house is worth. Yep. Oh my God, it went up. You know, point seven five percent. You know, over the course of the past thirty yeah, days. We'll sell in fifteen years. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, it, 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 I, I did find it interesting. Yeah. So um, we'll see um, what comes of that. This could be a big change because this has been one of the most popular real estate trends. I mean, maybe ever. Insta homes. Uh, no, no, we talked about that last week. If you missed it, <laughs> make sure you check it out. No, uh, open floor plans. And apparently, this trend may be going out of style finally. So it's interesting that you're citing this article because I, I, there were articles, there were so many of these articles that were written in the days after the pandemic, after we were in lockdown because of the pandemic. People stating that they were desperate to find more closed spaces within their house so they could actually have a, a pri- some privacy and sure. an office in which to work from. And get the hell away from their family for 10 I, seconds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> Honey, I've, I've got to go and do some more work. I've got that in- income report. If anyone wonders why men spend so much time in the bathroom, it's for this particular reason. <laughs> it's quiet. Okay. All right. I, it's I, compartmentalized. I, <laughs> no one can talk to you. Yeah. I have no. I, I don't have kids. I have no excuse. Yeah. 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 It's quiet in there. It's peaceful. <laughs> there we go. Do some of my best thinking. <laughs> um, but maybe it's part of that. It's too, too open concept everywhere else. Yeah, um, so who, who's, who's writing this, this article? This was Insider.com that uh, provided this one. And they, and they said exactly what you mentioned. People want more divided spaces in their homes as they spend more time in them. It's interesting because I'm just thinking about my own personal client base. And I have noticed there's been a bit of a shift with more people that are gravitating towards things not being quite as open, which obviously with a lot of the older homes in Rochester, you know, unless they've been dramatically uh, redone throughout the years, there is a bit of a compartmentalization to them because that obviously wasn't the trend when those homes were built. Right, right, exactly. I had a property uh, that we sold off market about a week and a half ago. I really thought we were going to have a hard time selling it. Why? Because it's a smaller place, and instead of you know a large living room, a large uh, kitchen, um, and and two or three large bedrooms, it was just a series of of small, very ti- very very tiny rooms. Okay, which can typically, I mean, usually what happens is it makes it feel smaller. Yes, these buyers loved it. Really? Okay. Because he needed an office, she needed an office. Yeah. Then there was uh, so, so that, that was two of the bedrooms, and then the third bedroom they used just as that a bedroom. Um, so yeah, it, it could be, it'll be interesting because pro- properties have become smaller and smaller over the course of the past few years. Uh, the, the footprint and the square footage that one is, um, is constructing is smaller and smaller. So it's going to be interesting to see whether or not, uh, as a result, uh, we're going to have fewer rooms or more rooms as this is suggesting. So interesting. Yeah. Okay. Again, something to, uh, just kind of keep an eye on as we move forward here. All right. Want to play a little game, a little quiz? Yeah, I'm always up. Yeah, absolutely. A Canadian real oh, estate right. agent okay. All right. was fined uh, the equivalent of 15000 U.S. dollars for doing something prior to a showing. What do you think would cause? What kind of thing would need to happen for the penalty to be 
$1,000. Pretty steep, right? Before a showing. Mm-hmm. So this is uh, this was a buyer's agent uh-huh. who was in the house before his buyers got there. He went to the bathroom and he didn't flush. <laughs> no? Um, no. No. You think $15,000? I, I, I it depends what he had for dinner the night before. Listen, he wanted to think in there. It's very quiet. It's very peaceful. God, this is the potty issue, isn't it? Man. No, he, um, was, he was fined. He was fined. Okay, well, all right, so, so I would imagine they're probably, and this is an interesting just side note. Yeah. We tell so many of our buyers, please be aware of the fact that there are probably cameras in the house. Uh, you're probably being recorded. Be respectful. Be kind of what it is that you're saying about the property because you, you may very well unintentionally be. So, so does this involve That's cameras? exactly what happened. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. Um, so uh, after the showing, home surveillance caught Canadian real estate agent Mike Rose drinking milk straight out of the container at the house he was showing. Oh, oh, bad. Yeah, the British Columbia Financial Services Authority, a government agency tasked with regulating the Canadian province's uh, financial institutions, on July 18th deemed his actions unbecoming under the British Columbia Real Estate Services Act and find him 20,000 Canadian dollars or approximately 15,162 US dollars. The agency also ordered Rose to pay an additional 2,500 Canadian dollars or almost uh, $1,900 in US uh, in enforcement expenses. These are according to records. Dude went into the fridge, grabbed the, the, the thing of milk, and just took a swig. I, 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 I will readily admit there have been a couple of occasions where I am in usually a, 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 a house in which I'm representing yep. the seller and I haven't had anything to eat in four hours, five hours. I, I will I will readily admit to grabbing a protein bar, but then always, always making sure that I'm telling my clients afterwards. What you're doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I'm really sorry. I was going to fall over. I was getting hangry. You know, whatever. Right. whatever, whatever, whatever and they're like, be. oh, Mark was going to get hangry? That's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Take whatever right. you want. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's some steaks in the fridge. You <laughs> better cook them up. No big deal. Um, so I've done that, but that's... That's really bad. Yeah. Um, so Rose did not immediately respond to a uh, request for comment. However, in a statement to a local outlet, he apologized for the, quote, very unfortunate and very uncharacteristic decision. Said, I would have never done this kind of thing before, nor will I ever uh, behave in this way again. Although I have apologized directly to the homeowners, I know the actions like this are not quickly forgiven nor easily forgotten. I'll be spending the next few weeks considering my actions, better understanding why I would do this, and work to ensure this kind of behavior never occurs again. So this incident actually happened uh, last year, but this is now coming to light wow, because wow. it's uh, the fine. I mean, obviously, it's terrible. You can't do that. We, we, I, I believe that in a previous episode, I talked about uh, a similar phenomenon. No, no, no consumption of any food or, or, or beverage. But there were, our sellers were listening in on a conversation that a, a, a buyer's agent was having with her buyers outside of the house. Ring, oh, yeah. ring camera caught it, and what the agent said to her buyers was, "Well, let's write an offer on this one, knowing full well that in two days' time, the one that you really want will know whether or not we're going to prevail on that yeah. one. And if we prevail on that that other property, the one you really want, we'll simply uh, withdraw our offer on this one, or tell, or, or have our attorneys blow it apart." Um, we didn't tell them. Sure enough, they wrote uh, an offer on our property. We did not in any way consider working with that particular uh, uh, agent. And I did call her and I had a nice conversation. I just said, you know, be careful. Yeah. Uh, A, be careful, but B, more importantly, what you're doing is not, that's just not right. Yeah, not so, ethical. Anyway, not um, ethical in any way. Yeah, yeah. Always, always assume someone's listening or I'll, watching. I'll, always. Uh, yeah. My new practice is no matter what, um, if I think they're watching or not, I will 
wave to the camera, say lovely home, um, thank you, and just walk away. Oh, do you really do Oh, that? yeah, 100%, every time. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and I say to my clients all the time, wave, say hello. Yeah, yeah, and you do it in a way that's, that's actually nice. Yeah, and yeah. You know, try to be a nice guy. Every once in a while, you, you actually you, you succeed. Yeah, you. All right, want to jump to some uh, celebrity real estate. All right, who you got for us? All right, uh, bring up the links there. I sent them to you. Oh, this okay. is the uh, moment of the podcast where Mark's iPad fails us and uh, ultimately <laughs> will not pull up what we're looking at. The first one is the Dell CEO, Michael Dell. This oh, looking, yeah. yeah. He's looking to part ways with his $35 million Boston penthouse. This thing is ridiculous. Uh, it's the highest residential tower in the city of Boston. Um, it's located atop the Four Seasons private residences on Dalton Street. This one's um, 7,500 square feet, five bedrooms. It's on the 61st floor, which spans actually two levels. The billionaire chairman and CEO of Dell purchased the unit through a trust for $34 million, according to the, uh, the, the, the journal, I guess, was the one that wrote on this one. And he could turn a million-dollar profit if he gets close to that full-price deal. What do you think, Mark? Thoughts? I, it's, it's nice. It's, Is it thir- Again... What's really interesting with the celebrity real estate is the $10 million properties versus the $30 plus million properties. I don't see a large difference. Um, yeah. I Obviously, mean, location plays a large part here. I was just going to say, location always plays a really, really large part. It's nice, but it, it does kind of look like you're staying in a hotel, right? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. penthouse also comes with access to all of the Four Seasons amenities, which are included in the Homeowners Association fee. Any guess at the number monthly um, for the HOA fee? I'm going to go with $25,000. Very close. $27,240. $27,000. And, and for, that, for that, you get like, you know, a, a doorman to like, you know, deliver your mail or bring up your luggage. Wow. I hear they have great pillows. Really comfortable. <laughs> Super comfortable. <laughs> All right. The next one. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. Oh, this guy is such a crook. Yes. The WeWork founder, Adam uh, Newman. And, and this is his, what, uh, Gramercy Park property that he it still is. can't unload? Yep. That's the one. He's now discounted it. His, uh, his oh, Gramercy Jesus. Park triplex. Uh, it's now down to $32 million. Let's try to keep our personal feelings aside. We'll focus on the property. Um, your thoughts? <laughs> On this one, this one spans three floors. It's six bedrooms, five and a half bath, uh, four thousand square feet. Listen, the, the building is an iconic building. Of course, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's a spectacular building. It probably comes with a key to the park. Did, did you read the article? I didn't read the article. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, is there the key to the park? Do you know about this? No. Um. So so in Gramercy Park, there actually is a park in the middle of Gramercy Park. Okay. Okay. Um. For the buildings that surround the park and that overlook the park, and it's a very small park. Every one of those residents gets a key because it's a private ah, park. Ah, okay, gotcha. And so to have a key to the park is a re- is, is a real status status. So people just wear it around their necks. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. exactly. Um, and so people always want a key to the park because, you know, especially in a city the size of New York, you know, sure. the craziness of the city, you want to be able to you know like, see green. Hey, yeah, <laughs> have a little bit of you know an oasis, a getaway, you know, something idyllic. Um, so it, you know, it, listen, it's it's okay, but you know, I'm just I'm just going to segue into um, uh, we crashed. Yeah, the, the, that incredible. I've mentioned it before, and if, if individuals who are listening, if you're listening to this and you haven't seen the Hulu series from last year, we crashed. Stars Anne Hathaway, Jared Leto. Jared Leto is unbelievable. That guy is just one of the best out there. Well, we know we know your feelings for Annie. You, oh, love, you a- love Annie. A- Annie, yeah, yeah. You know, my good friend Annie. <laughs> um, uh, it, it, it's definitely worth checking out, and it's it's 
crazy how insane this guy is and what a shyster he is yeah. and how it is he was able to get away with what he did. So, I mean, all right. So. Well, he's not prevailing yet. Um, it was originally listed at $37.5 million back in 2020. So this thing's literally been in the market for three plus years. Yeah, yeah. All yeah, right. I think so. we're going to bring you back. I think you're going to like oh, this last right, one. there we go. Okay. Uh, Rihanna, who has been featured in the podcast on our celebrity real estate, I would say numerous times, right? You know what? Yeah, I, I, I did see this one. And this... This reminds me of something we talked about a couple of weeks ago. I, I mean, it's Brianna. So you're thinking it's going to be like really, really, really flashy. Yeah. This you're, one's a little more plain. It is. A little more plain. You know, I, I wouldn't say plain. It's understated. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's really, really beautiful. Incredibly elegant. Um, I mean, the, the furniture, the appointments, you know, the lighting, um, the, the material. I mean, these vaulted ceilings. It's, this is really, but then again, you know, I mean, everybody grows up, right? Sure. So, Not true. Yeah. Uh, so you know, now that she's a billionaire, you know, and now that she's no longer uh, uh, recording as often as she, it's been seven years. True. Yeah. That's a long time. Um, but good for her. So, 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 tell me the background. She sold it, and uh, she, she's I, listed it for ten point five million. Yeah, for um, somebody who's worth you know over a billion dollars at this point in time, that's just chump change. Pennies, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, she paid ten million for it back in twenty twenty one. Already unloading it. This one's four bedroom, five bath in the main house. There's a pool, a patio, a basketball half court. Um, and it sits on uh, behind some gates at the end of a long driveway. It's a Tudor, um, which uh, measures 5,100 square feet. And uh, again, you're right. It is a little understated, I think, based on what you would expect. <laughs> well, I, 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 I genuinely love there's a piece of art hanging above her fireplace. I got, I'm, I'm going to do a Google search to find out who the artist is because I just love it. I think it's so, I think it's so beautiful. I mean, you know, you look at you know, something like that. I mean, yeah. I, I definitely like yeah, abstract just art. Just give her so. a call. Be like, hey. How hey, much? Riri. How much? Yeah. How much? <laughs> um, she does own the property next door, by the way, which she purchased in 2020 for 13.7 million. I, I, I would imagine you have to. Um, yeah. Well, it's sure. You don't want you know people moving in next to you. <laughs> well, yeah. If, if, I mean, honestly, when you got that kind of celebrity, when, when you got that kind of status, that's where her security. It's where her staff lives. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do you do have to buy you, you do have to buy security. Well, there we go. All right, Mark. Anything else you want to cover uh, this week? Uh, God, we've got we, we just listed for sale a really really beautiful property on. Um, uh, Alder Beach. Uh, oh, the the video for this is awesome. Ah, thank you. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and the, the, yeah, if you haven't seen the video, check out the video. Uh, you get the opportunity to see me. Um, yeah, sunbathing. Um. <laughs> How many takes? How many takes? I, only two or three. Okay, right, there we go. Yeah, it was it was very like yeah. How yeah. terrified were you to fall into the water? Oh, I could I could care less about falling into the water. <laughs> um, but I, I I was mic'd up, and so I was I was afraid. Of uh, of going over, not because I was afraid of getting wet. I was afraid of going over and then ruining the uh, ru- ru- ruining the equipment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's a really, really five hundred fifty thousand dollar listing um, for a really sophisticated, really beautiful uh, beachfront home. Um, you know, it, it's it's smaller, uh, but it's it's perfect for somebody for a couple. It's not it, it's not a family home. There's really ostensibly just one uh, bedroom. Uh, but it's, it's a great uh, full-time residence or, it, because it's 25 minutes from downtown Rochester, a great place for a weekend getaway. Sure. You feel as though you've really gotten away. It's, it's, it's gorgeous. And is th- this is the one where if, when you're in the bedroom, you feel like you're almost on a boat. Like you're in the water. I, 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 you, are, you are now no more than 20 feet from, from, from water. The house sits no more than 20 feet. But they've spent an enormous amount of money ensuring that if uh, lake uh, levels rise, that this house is going to be dry and protected. And, and, and then I'll just, I'll just um, uh, make a pitch for something that we're going to be listing for sale uh, downtown. Incredibly, incredibly, I, I showed you, I think, photos of this. Very, very sophisticated Bauhaus-style uh, property uh, down on Gibbs Street. Um, 
which is in just impeccable uh, condition. Really, really. That one's uh, a $720,000 uh, Oh, that one's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the house itself is amazing. These are, you know, there's a very, very sophisticated couple. The, their artwork is, is unbelievable. So yeah, we've got some really interesting things coming up. Fantastic. All right. Yeah. As always, check out the listings, uh, get more of the podcasts, the videos, or social media, the blog. It's all up there for you at marksebook.com. We will talk to you again next week. 